section thirty eight of the treatises of benvenuto cellini on goldsmithing and sculpture by benvenuto cellini translated by c r ashby this librivox recording is in the public domain the treatise on sculpture chapter one on the art of casting in bronze as in other places i have done so now will i do afresh and in order to give more surety and confidence to him that reads this screed of mine adduce examples from sundry great works in bronze that i made for king francis while in the glorious city of paris those bronzes in part i finished the greater part i left imperfect one of the completed ones was a lunette about eight cubits across made for the gateway of fontainebleau for this arch i fashioned a statue about seven cubits long in rather more than half relief it was a figure personifying the fountain under its left arm were vases from which water seemed to flow and its right arm was posed upon the head of a stag a great part of whose neck was brought out in full relief on one side of the lunette were a number of dogs that is to say setters footnote brachy and footnote and greyhounds on the other side were fashioned stags and wild boar above the lunette i made two little angels with torches in their hands as signifying victory and over the whole was the salamander the emblem of the king there was abundance of rich festoonment and two great satires for the pilasters of the gate these latter were not cast but were left in a state ready for casting the lunette however was cast in several pieces and the first and biggest was the nymph of fontainebleau herself footnote see cellini's allusion to this in the vita End footnote. her head and other portions of her body stood out in full relief while the rest were in half relief the way i fashioned her was as follows i made a model in clay of just the size the figure was to be this done i estimated that the shrinkage would be about one finger's thickness so i very carefully went over the whole touching it up and measuring it as the art directs footnote misurando come prometta late End footnote. then i gave it a good baking and after that i spread over the whole an even coat of wax of less than a finger's thickness footnote. i interpret this to mean that he made measurements with a view to regulating the subsequent wax coat which was in the end to be replaced by the bronze brinkman interprets it otherwise according to him the meaning would be that because of the shrinkage cellini gave the figure another coat of clay but this appears to me to imply a misunderstanding of the process see also simmons interpretation of this method in the vita End footnote. similarly adding wax where i thought it needed it or even taking a little away from off the waxen coat that was over the whole this method i pursued till i had completed it with infinite diligence and care after this i pounded up some ox-bone or rather the burned core of ox-horns it is like a sponge ignites easily and is the best bone that you can get anywhere 
with this i beat up half a similar quantity of gesso of tripoli and a fourth part of iron filings and mixed the three things well together with a moist solution of dung of horses or kine which i first passed through a fine sieve with fresh water till the latter took the colour of the dung the whole formed a composition which i applied to my model with hog sables arranging the bristles so that their softer and external ends formed the end of the sable and were thus tenderer to work with and so gave the whole figure an equal coating of the composition all over then i let it dry and similarly gave it two more coats each time letting them dry these coats were every one about the thickness of an ordinary table knife's back this done i gave it a coat footnote camicha and footnote of clay about half a finger thick let it dry gave it another coat about a finger thick let that dry too and finally gave it a third of the same thickness end of section thirty eight